How are you doing? I'm very fine. How about you? Ah, as awesome as as the sun. <laughs> great, great, excellent, great, excellent. Great. Um, welcome to Aquentivo Radio. That's right. Uh-huh. That's right. That's good name. Excellent. Um, I, I, I have been telling listeners um, about the fact that we will be talking to one of the founders of One to One Mentoring. Uh, yes. uh, I, 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 I kept my mouth shut so that um, okay. I wouldn't give any information that may not be, up, may not be the right one. Right? So, right. Uh, right. Without, without, without much ado, um, what is um one-to-one mentoring all about what is it about so first of all i want to thank you very much for for giving me this opportunity and providing the audience um um, you have explained who the audience are and so my on behalf of myself and my and the trustees and members of our network we want to say we really want to say thank you for inviting us onto your your show so my name is Susan Oza. I'm, I'm, I'm a doctor. I've worked in the NHS for as a pediatrician for nearly over over 20 years. Um, I arrived in in Ghana around sometime around in the early early 90s uh, after graduating from medical school uh, from Kolebu Teaching Hospital, and so um, I came here and I specialized as a pediatrician, and then sub specialized afterwards and now a consultant i've been a consultant in the nhs for over 10 years so um once one mentoring network is is a is a is a network that um i must honestly say it was an inspirational idea by myself i'm I'm the founder and this was following all the stuff that had happened um following the george floyd and um the bame COVID and the way COVID disproportionately affected um, black and ethnic minority communities. So as a doctor, um, it set me, you know, going into sort of prayer and reflection and meditation mode. And then I asked myself, okay, I have been in this country for a long time. What have I been giving back to my community? Mm-hmm. And this is how the idea came up. This is how the idea was set. And it's a very simple concept. It's basically experienced professional women like myself and men as well so you've been in this country you've been in the west you've 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 navigated through all the barriers that you that you can that can can and face you when you are progressing through a career so what lessons have we have we learned so we can also um support people who are up and coming in in their career so this is simply it's a mentoring network. It, it just we just mentor and support anyone at all that is progressing through a career. Mm, interesting but stuff. Specifically targeting obviously our community because we know the inequalities that exist in black and ethnic minority communities. But we also are a network that believe in inclusivity because we feel that the more diverse uh, a community is, the more the stronger it is. So if, for example, we are targeting just our community, just the black community, you know, what, what about the other doors? What about the, the other areas that we might not necessarily have? And so one of the unique things that we do is actually encourage people from other um, 
backgrounds, other um, cultural backgrounds to, to join us. Because we believe that uh, the more inclusive we are, the more, the stronger we are. The more diverse we are, the stronger we are, and the more opportunities that will be opened um, for the black and ethnic minority community. Okay. All right. So if I got you right, it is all about giving career support to our communities, people who are who are coming, picking up in their in their various career options. Is that is that what it's all about? So that is one aspect of the program. We have four core areas mm -hmm. that we we we, we target. Mm -hmm. The core um, program is what you just described, mm -hmm. which is basically black professional women and also women from other other um, communities joining together, coming through, either presenting themselves as willing, being willing to mentor all people who want to be mentored. So that's the core program. And then we have um, the bridge. So someone asked me, and um, it was a very good question. They said to me, now this seems to be uh, an initiative that is founded, developed, and primarily led by women, professional women from the black community. Mm -hmm. So why are they men? What is, why are men in there? And then what I said is, um, well, if one of the um, things that we are hoping to achieve is to enable and empower black women or and other women. Now, if you enable and empower daughters and you leave out the sons, how on earth do you enable and empower black women? I'm, I'm a woman. I'm a black woman. I have two young men, sons, two sons who are young men. Um, so if we are empowering all the daughters and the sons are left behind, you know, this, this is not, this will not empower black women or other women in general. So we have the bridge that focuses on inequalities, particularly in the, um, amongst young black men. Okay. And then we have the heritage program and we target parents because we feel that, you know, it starts from when the child is very, very young. Mm -hmm. How do you navigate that journey with a parent? Uh, being a parent myself, I remember when I started teaching my children, even before they started school, I'll put them in the buggy. I, I wasn't driving then. I now, obviously, I've been driving for quite a number of years, but that was years and years ago. I'll put them in the buggy and we'll be walking along the road and I'll be pointing the colors and the numbers and the letters. And I, that's how I started teaching my children even before they went to school. So heritage program targets parents. And what we want to do is to actually support parents to mentor and coach their children right from the start when they are born, right through to sixth form and then on to university. And one of the advantages we have is that obviously the platform has many, several doctors, me being one of them. And we are blessed to have um, a, a number of subspecialty areas. So, for example, parents who want um, are thinking about their children going to on to university, perhaps medical school, you know, or law or engineering. I mean, you have all these professionals who can support that. So that's another way that we we support parents. You see, so there are, there are several ways, and then the other way is also we'll be providing courses. For example, children with autism, children with ADHD, 
anything that can affect a child's learning progress. So these are develop, developmental um, disorders. However, because we have doctors on the platform, we've got that additional expertise to support our parents. So that anything at all that can affect the child's learning progress, we are there to provide the, the support. We are there to help them navigate some of those um, these issues as well. All right. Thank you very much for that very beautiful explanation. So um, just to um, do a, a, a little recap, you, you are a group of um, um, knowledgeable, yeah. knowledgeable women, right? <laughs> Uh -huh. <laughs> well, we, we're, we're, we're a group of women, uh -huh. mainly women from the black community, okay. but we also have women from the, one of our, our associate member lead is actually from, um, she's Asian, uh -huh. and we had, we had also an applicant who, who is white English uh -huh. joining us, you know, so we are a group of women uh -huh. who have either business entrepreneurs or professional women, and we are generally there to support and mentor people who are coming through their um, progressing to their career and we also have our lead link who is a man by the way mm -hmm. so we don't only support women and, mm -hmm. and girls but okay. we support men as well yeah I see, I see. so 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 all together how many mentors have you got so obviously we only started this program just you wouldn't believe it under three months Mm -hmm. And we are already, I would say, our mentors will be, as we are actively recruiting, we will be about 30 mentors. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I see. I see. And and have you already um, started, you know, mentoring some people? Or oh, yes. Oh, yes. Right there. Right, even before we launched our website. And our website was launched only uh, a week ago. And I know you asked me what the mm -hmm. website is probably mm -hmm. at the end of the show. That's right. But, yeah, even before that, it's almost like right from day one. What we should remember is that all these women, because of what we do, we are all, we already mentor. We already clinically or educationally supervise. We are managers. We, we are tutors, you see. So we're already doing this already either, either in a formal or informal capacity. So when we all came together, you know, before long, we're getting requests to, you know, through our own local networks, we're getting requests, receiving requests to mentor. So, yes, yes, we, we have mentees. We have um, probably approximately 25 mentees already, and we are only um, under three months old. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. Um, so, um, is there any financial obligations in, in someone being able to use your services or what have you? That's a very good question. We are a not-for-profit. We are we are not-for-profit, so we're a small charity. Obviously, you know, people who want to support us can support us in either financially or just donating their time um, or donating apprenticeships, internships, and just even just plain advice. It's all it's all needed. So no, there's no cost at all to um, our mentees. We want to ensure that there isn't any barrier because mm -hmm. uh, that's that's the thing that comes up and up again in some of the our communities particularly um the uh, black and ethnic minority communities the people who want might want to move on you know they might not afford say paying a 2500 pound mm -hmm. <laughs> mentorship program mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so uh, 
we 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 obviously are going to need to raise money um to almost you know, provide that sort of bursary for our potential mentees. But one thing that I will say is that obviously before people join, they are interviewed because we have to make sure that people are right for, for the program. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just, uh, this is, this is uh, people who join should be people who are keen to learn, whether they are parents um, that they want to learn about how they can support their child or they themselves want to learn or they want to join as volunteers. They should be, you should have that very special person who, who is very interested in their lifelong learning. And so they are coming on to seriously look at how they can progress. And then one of the beautiful things that we do is that anyone who comes on, we, we know that they are getting the mentoring, but they are also, we're also hoping that they will also go on and mentor others. So it's a win-win situation here. Um, but as long as they are motivated to um, to learn, then there isn't any reason why um, they cannot join. All right. Yeah, but it is it is a not for profit, and <laughs> you don't you don't pay um, anything to to join and become a member. Yeah, yeah member. But you you have to go through an interview for you for you to assess uh, yeah, exactly. the the readiness yes. of the person yes. and, and the appropriateness of uh, of whatever you are yes, going to give to the person, right? Exactly. I mean, when you go on the website, it says, how do you want to join? How do you want to um, um, contact us? And on the buttons, it says, do you want to support? Do you want to affiliate? Do you want to just provide um, support and advice about your industry? Is it a general um, inquiry? Or do you want to join as a mentor or a mentee? Now, if you pick mentor or mentee, it sends you straight to apply. Mm-hmm. It sends you straight to apply, and then you you apply, and then obviously we receive the application and we contact you for a brief interview. It's informal; it's nothing formal. That, in, and it's all virtual, very relaxed. And you know, you talk we talk about the application. We make sure you understand what the program is, and also you can ask questions. And it's really just to, you know, have that conversation to ensure that you know. The mentee is good for the program, and the program is good for the mentee. So it's a two-way communication process, you see. And then one, I've, I've never had a situation, um, unless obviously someone is coming directly without their parent if they are below 18 years of age. But I've never had a situation where people are motivated enough to apply. And we've had a brief interview, and we said, no, this is not for you. Mm-hmm. The most majority of the time 100 percent of the time people have applied come on there we've had their interview they've, they've realized that yes this is something that they want and by the way it's lifelong membership all right you, you come in there you are you're a member for life unless you want to leave then that's fine and you are, you are joining a very good course and and program and um, without paying for it okay you know it's the all what we need is just the motivation and the engagement. There's no point coming to join something like this, and then you switched off. That that's all that we need. All right, beautiful. Well, um, you are on a, a platform where we have some very wonderful and able men, uh, as well who are who are well endowed in various 
uh, areas of life. Uh, we, we have some consultants and we have some um, uh, managers, you know, just as you, you, you narrated. Uh, if they are, the, the unfortunate thing is they are, m m most of them are men. Is there any way they can also join one-to-one um, -one mentoring? Yes, yes. Yes, on our website, it's very clear when you read what the information we put there. We want supporters. Mm -hmm. We want champions. We want affiliates. We want mentors. Yes, we've got the bridge, you see. We said the bridge program is targeted at young black men. Mm -hmm. So, yes, we, we are going to be looking at the mentoring area and developing the mentoring area for the young men, for boys and young men. And mm -hmm. we already have um, our lead um, doctor who is male and who is a pediatrician and I've worked with Dr. Mike for years, very hardworking um, colleague, and he is leading that with us. Yeah. Um, that area. So we are developing the the man area, the the male area, as well. Yeah. Beautiful stuff. So th there's nobody excluded. Nobody mm -hmm. excluded. No gender excluded. No <laughs> culture, no race excluded. We want everybody. We want everybody because the more people we have, mm -hmm. the more diverse we have, the the stronger the platform. So we believe in that. Even though our target is the black community, it doesn't mean that you know people uh, that I feel having a diverse community will make us stronger good one there good one there uh, you know um, you said you, you are professionals in, in various areas um, uh, the one-to-one -one mentoring um, are you under anybody that regulates you just as that body or is there something that I'm no not... no well I, as a charity obviously we've got the charitable commission right mm -hmm. but they don't regulate there isn't any regulation like for example me being a medical doctor i'm regulated by um a general medical council but we are members of the european mentoring and coaching council mm -hmm. and before when you when you agree to become a member you have to um, subscribe to their global code of ethics and every single volunteer mentor who joins has to subscribe to it we also have very very um, important um, governance um, we make sure our governance is robust in our sort of policies so we've got our usual complaints policies um, adult safeguarding whistleblower all those very robust governance uh, policies GDPR mm -hmm. are in place and mm -hmm. we do have you know some of our colleagues leading on things like being safeguarding lead so in terms of governance we have leads for about everything risk okay. everything is, is in place mm -hmm. but as a mentoring unlike counseling uh, mentoring the mentoring there is more a recommendation that you subscribe to um, areas like what I've mentioned like the European uh, mentoring and coaching council and that's what we've done all right and then we forget that individually we are all professionals and we are also regulated by our own professional bodies so yeah we we are in talks with one of our professional bodies and uh, and we we there's a lot of collaboration um and conversations happening at the moment all right. So, um, if I get you right, most of the job, um, the mentoring is done uh, by phone or, or yes, it's by yes. phone, right? Oh, okay. So, a mixture, a depending, depending mm -hmm. on where people are. It's very flexible. So, for example, if I have my mentee not very far away from me, we can decide to meet and have a cup of coffee, obviously with the prescribed uh, social distancing, mm -hmm. or. You know, 
but we've successfully um, carried out all our um, mentoring and coaching virtually with no problems whatsoever. Uh, all right. So um, it, it is not confined to location. So if someone is, say, in the United States, as we, as we speak now, and wants to be mentored yes. by your, your, your body, you, you can still do it, right? We can do anything. And we also have, by the way, we have two of our members who are associate partners in the States. Mm-hmm. And one of the uh, one of the things we are keen to do is, obviously, we are, for example, with the medicine, we are collaborating with some of our medical um, bodies here. But we are also talking to some of our partners in, in Ghana, for example, and um, just to ensure that we are visible. Because we are very keen that people who are leaving Africa, countries in Africa, for example, Ghana, because I'm from Ghana, so I'll, mm-hmm. I'll use the example of Ghana. Uh, if they know that we are here, then they know they have a safety net. So we are ve- working very hard with our regulatory bodies here so they know we are here so that at least we are in their contact list for professionals who are coming into this country. On the other hand, the same thing applies to Ghana so that people who are leaving Ghana to come to the UK or to the United States because we are established here and we've got partners in the United States, they can um, contact us. They can contact us even before they get to the UK. Uh, I'll give you an example and um, say people who want to study medicine, for example, um, if they know about us, they contact us, we can have those conversations via a virtual platform even before they get here. And when they get here, at least they know they've got the safety net of, you know, people with various career on the, on the careers on the platform who can support them to progress in their career. Well, um, I, I'm loving, I'm loving it. Uh, as you said, there there is um, a huge gap uh, yeah. in there. Um, you know, we have many Africans moving over to you overseas, and uh, yeah. quite unfortunate. They say whoever you come to you to stay with ha- has a major role in either you being successful here or not. Yeah. And uh, if if it should happen that you come stay with someone who who works uh, as a cleaner, for example, not disrespect yeah. anyway, uh, yeah. you, are, you are more likely to end up as one unless the person tries to move you further on, further uh, on. Uh, yes. yes, yes. Uh, I agree. And I agree. Uh, we, we, we need organizations as such who will be able to support and guide um, the mi- mi- minority yeah, to also yeah. re- reach, reach to the top, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, uh, yes. you, you said you, you've been a consultant for 10 years, right? I've been a consultant in the NHS. So I've been a doctor for over 20 years mm-hmm. and then a consultant in the NHS for over 10 years. Mm. Wow. Well, can you yes. tell a little, a little bit about the journey um, to, to wh- yes, how far so you've gotten? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good question. And I would say this this is one of the outcomes of the journey. Um, it hasn't been, it wasn't an easy journey. And um, I wish I had some something like this, a network like this, when I was um, I was navigating my way upwards. Um, it, 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 it's a difficult one, you know. You first of all you come into this country; it's not your culture. Even though yes, we were we are an ex-British colony, 
and then we we obviously understand the English and we speak English very well. Mm-hmm. And then that you are also educated, you still have to come and do a certain exams, and then go do go through interviews and and um you ha- we had to adapt to the way things were done here. I had to adapt to the way things were done here, and uh, with some humility, you know. And um and that's how it it's it's gotten me to where I've gotten. But honestly it's been very, very it's not it hasn't been easy. Mm-hmm. Um never just navigating obstacles because you will come up against a lot of a lot of obstacles. You are trying to negotiate just very being very young, coming over to a, a foreign country, you're you're negotiating, you're doing things very, very differently, some of the things you're not used to you wonder, oh, did I study the same thing? <laughs> because you studied, your emphasis was tropical medicine, right? Mm-hmm, <laughs> and then you mm-hmm. come here and you have to now deal with all these things that you learned in medical school. I must say, gosh, you know, we, we, I, I, we had a very good education in Ghana and you do not realize it until you come here. And they tell you, I remember when I came when I when I came here to do my exams. They said, "Oh, you know, yes, Ghanaians averagely tend to do their their entry exams and pass first time." <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, and I laughed. And it happened. It happened to me. <laughs> and not only that, but the specialty exams as well to become um, be part of our royal colleges. You mm-hmm. see, so um, but saying that if you compare Ghana to Nigeria, for example, I mean that you can't compare oranges and pears. Mm-hmm. So I don't. So that yeah, I have very very many close friends, Nigerian friends, and to be fair, they did help me a lot um, in this journey. I must mention one of my. Um, I will say she's my colleague, but also uh, an informal mentor, Dr. Takon Inyang Takon. Um, I love that lady to bits. She is just, God just used her so much in a lot of what I have achieved, particularly after uh, being a consultant. But before then, I will say that I just did what I could. (laughs) (laughs) I just did what I could, prayed, and, you know, when the doors opened, it opened. If it didn't, we just prayed, and then if it opened, it opened. Um, But you learn a lot through the hard way, but we got there in the end, and this is what we, we we do a lot of work with our mentees, just talking them through, you know, this the barriers. The barriers is a big thing in our community. You see, how how do you communicate? How do you communicate something, you know, without it coming across as intimidating or stereotypic? Mm-hmm. You see, how do you make your voice heard without actually, you know, getting people just just closing off? Those are skills we call interpersonal skills. And also, it comes to a point in your career. It's not really about the, the career itself, but it's all about what we call interpersonal skills, you know, leadership skills. How do you communicate things? How do you make your voice heard without, you know, how do you gauge that um, fine balance with making your voice heard but not coming across aggressive? You know, how do you influence people? How do you negotiate? How do you solve complex problems? How do you navigate barriers linked to gender, to race, to culture, even sometimes to religion? You yeah. know, um, you know. I'll give an example. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I'm, uh, if you read my bio, I, I've talked about writing. You see, 
And that's one of the things that I discovered accidentally. I just realized in having discussions with my patients, I could tell them a story and explain a medical diagnosis. And then one day I said, ah, I'm doing all this verbally. Why don't I just sit down and write it? And then before I realized, I was already putting facts and fiction together and got published. So one of my books has been translated into three European languages. You see? Mm-hmm. So, you know, there, I, I always like to quote this scripture that a man's gift will make room for him or her. That's <laughs> being right. A woman. Mm-hmm. And bring them for great kings. So I believe I'm a strong believer in that. That your gift will come out at, at, at a point, but it's what will come before. You know, and the, 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 the I am now. The, the age where I have gone through a bit of life, had a bit of experience. So in retrospect, I can say some of these things. But when you are young and you are seeing all these injustices around you, all these prejudices around you, it's very, very difficult. And this is some of the things we work with our mentees. And one of the things I like to say is focus, focus, focus on your gift, focus on your talent, focus on your strength. Look, as for the battles, there are many, but sometimes you have to pack them. You know, you, 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 you don't take your eye off the focus. You will live to fight them another day in your own way when you are stronger. Mm-hmm. And for me, with one-to-one mentoring, this is how I am fighting my battle. I'm fighting my battle by supporting my community in this way. Good. You see, so what I have received, I am going to give back. Beautiful so I, I feel I'm stronger now to be able to do this. And this is one of the things we impress um, to, onto our, our mentees. Yeah. Good, good. You, 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 you sound um, uh, well motivated in what, what you, you are doing. And, and it's very, very interesting to, to feel that way. Uh, um, before, before I allow Abe to come in briefly with a few questions, someone is already asking about the website. So just tell yes. us a little bit about the website and how people will be able to contact you briefly. And then um, I'll let yeah. Abbe come in with a few questions. Okay. So the website is www.one1one-2-mentoring.com. www.one-one-2-mentoring.com. Number two one o n e mentoring dot com. So all our contact details are there, and we do respond promptly. Mm-hmm. Good, 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 good. Before I come in with uh, with my final question, um, let's allow Abe uh, to come in. He's also uh, one huge fan uh, of helping. Uh, people also grow in various areas of their life. So let's hear from him as well. P- perhaps after he may he may choose to join one to one mentoring um, as a mentor. So Abe, if you can hear me, uh, let's hear from you briefly. Uh-huh. Abe, uh, unmute yourself. Uh-huh. Yes, Abe. Yeah, Papa Smile. Beautiful. Be- um my first question is uh she said it is uh a charity mm-hmm. so they don't charge 
I mean, how do they finance the program then? Okay. All right. You want to put the two questions together, or you want to just come yes, on after so, that? Yeah. So we we have we have a sponsor a sponsorship a sponsor strategy. Obviously, okay. as a new new yeah not for profit, we do have a strategy to look at how we can raise sponsorship. We uh, we luckily because of the way it is, it works on volunteers. So people mm-hmm. who are coming in are people who are already working, and so we are coming in because we have the passion to help others. But then I understand that there will be times, for example, if we and then now most things are done virtual. You see, but in the future, obviously, we'll be needing to needing collaborate to. with with other like organisations to do conferences, and this is where we'll be doing the fundraising activities to raise some some funds. Yeah. So, which means at this stage, uh, you are not thinking of, you are not incurring costs. You don't think of breaking even no. because to break no, even, you need to have no, some. We are very young. No, we are very young. We just literally launched our website only a, a, a week ago, but it's it's like a publicity strategy. Obviously, fundraising strategy is also in the pipeline. So we are aware. That they will that that aspect of the financial that that we are talking about. Yes. Okay. Uh, my next but question is. Like, uh, Misabi, sorry. There isn't anywhere like we are doing things like hiring halls to do our, um, you know, you know those things that you need to pay for. At the moment, mm-hmm. all our activities are very virtual, so there's so far no zero costing zero costing head. Oh, okay. Uh, my next question is: uh, I think you, given your background as in the uh, healthcare sector, um, yes. in the medical sciences, um, mentoring. My understanding is about helping uh, your mentees to change behavior or improve performance and so on. What sort of, I mean, uh, 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 fields or subject matter areas do you mentor in? So we have, I mean, I'm currently doing, apart from having training in mentoring and coaching, I'm actually also doing an accredited diploma in it. So mentoring Mm -hmm. is one of the things that obviously there are different levels of mentoring, different aspects of mentoring. So you are probably talking about industry. So we, yeah. our networks are made up of people from diverse professional backgrounds. So we've got law, we've got medicine, we've got, um, you know, business, entrepreneurial, engineers, um, HR, financial accounting. We have many, many backgrounds of, um, in terms of um, looking at the industry. But as you know, and me being obviously a trained mentor and coach, you, I, for example, do mentor people that are not medical. You don't have to come from a person's background, professional background, to be able to successfully mentor them. Um, obviously, with industry advice, people can give industry advice. Um, you, your mentor can refer you to specific industry advice. But I've successfully mentored a lot of people, and so have my colleagues that are 
not necessarily medical. Because it's all about transferable skills. And, uh, yeah. you know, having those transferable skills, for example, somebody wants to develop their leadership, you know, developing leadership, you, you, you can be a leader in medicine and you can be a leader in law. Those skills that you need, those interpersonal skills that you need are transferable. So that's why um, the lovely thing about mentoring is that you, you, you don't have to be, if you have that experience, you don't actually have to be from that person's professional background, even though we do have people in our network from various and diverse professional backgrounds for the industry advice. Yeah, uh, you made mention of uh, uh, transfer transferring skills. I mean, which is actually the core of what you know mentoring is about. Of course, unless you want to provide general guidance or general information. So, uh, is it the core objective of your organization to beef up your mentees' skill sets or just to provide them with information and guidance? Everything. Everything around them. Holistic. is holistic. And a mentor, they, unlike a coach, a coach is specific. They have specific objectives. Whereas your mentor is your sounding board. And this is what our program provides through um, group mentoring, focus groups, one-to-one podcasts, webinars, resources, um, panel discussions, to provide them a more holistic um, view about their progress in terms of the lifelong learning. So it's all about lifelong learning. So we do very um, frequently combine mentoring and coaching methods. So what you describe with industry, um, somebody can just give me advice on um, a certain um, subject area or specific interview skills. You know, somebody is going for a medical interview, a law interview. We can all wrestle uh, specific interview skills, listen to them, give generic advice. But mentoring in general is everything. You see, so we combine both mentoring and coaching um, activities when, when we are doing the mentoring so that we the, the mentee is able to benefit from, from both, where you are being looked at holistically, but at the same time, with regards to your background or the specific industrial area, that you can get that support as well. So it isn't just one area. This is mentoring is, is generic, you know, whereas coaching is more specific. So we combine both methods when we are we are engaging in, in the activity. Okay. Uh, well, um, I'll review your website, I think, which Thank I'll you. about the program and see what some of us can do. Lovely. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you for those questions. Yeah, uh, thank uh, you. Th- thank you very much, Abby. Um, just two two more questions, perhaps. Yeah, on on the website, I can see um, on the uh, mentoring and coaching. You say apprenticeships for mentees, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. How do you go about that? Yeah. So this is some of the things that we are going to be negotiating with companies. So, for example, I was, um, and especially with collaboration. So, I'll give you an example. I work in a hospital. You know, I'm, I'll, I will go. I'll be going to have those important discussions to see whether there are opportunities for our medical students or our sixth formers who are post-16 who can be 
um, giving those opportunities. I certainly know that some of my colleagues have had um, in the past, um, these are not colleagues who are in the, in the network, but colleagues I work with in the past have been able to arrange um, apprenticeships for young um, 16 plus, 18, 17 year olds. You know, so it isn't impossible, and this is one of the things that we'll be looking at to provide those opportunities for our 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 students as well, so that they don't just get the talk talk talk, but they can actually be involved in something more practical as well through their apprenticeship and internship programs. But it's it's about going to negotiate with these um, organisations, taking there, going there, showing them what you're doing, influencing them. So again, using those core leadership skills that. Again, our mentees will also learn from us with some of our successes. Beautiful stuff. Uh, one last, one last question, right? I come to you. I want you to mm-hmm. help me discover my gifts. Where would you begin? Okay, so that that's a good question. That's one of the things that I like. <laughs> so first of all, I would like to know more about you, um, because the personal identity is very important. So. Uh, you want to discover your gift. Mm-hmm. What I always impress on our mentees is that a mentor will, is a sounding board. A mentor just facilitates that progress. You actually have that ownership of it. So I will ask you your strengths. I'll be asking you about your weaknesses. I'll be asking you about what do you think your gifts are. Mm-hmm. Because I cannot look in a crystal ball and discover your gift. You should know how you can discover your gift. And I will be providing you the tools to help you discover that. So that's the difference. That is the difference. You want to discover your gift, I'll say yes. Okay, so we start exploring that, what you mean. We get to know each other um, because it's very important to develop a mentor, coach, um, sort of mentee, learner relationship. Mm-hmm. And once that is established, we're going to then start um bringing out some of the strengths that you have because maybe you might have a gift but you do not know that it's a gift yet. So this is some of the skills that we have to pull, explore, using the right questioning, using the right listening skills, using, you know, the right, some of those skills to help you, the learner, the mentor, to discover that gift. All right. I heard you say you used it some tools to help discover um, your, your gift. Yes. That, that, that means you yes. have you, you have some tools, some spanners, uh, some <laughs> screwdrivers to. No, what I what I meant is that it you have to be a skilled questioner. Mm-hmm. You have to be so. For example, um, using things like open-ended or closed-ended questioning mm-hmm. um, appropriately. So if you want somebody to talk more about themselves, you tend to use open-ended questions, for example. Mm-hmm. Yes? And then using things like summarizing. Because summarizing is just simply, you are doing it beautifully with me. When you, when I say something, then you kind of summarize to check with me what, whether I, what I've said, what I've said is what, what you understand. Mm-hmm. So, and then another thing you use is feedback. You know, just giving candid feedback, helping the um, learner to understand um, the power of feedback. And then one beautiful tool is what we call reflection. So I always say that 
in learning, lifelong learning, there's always five out. One is remembering. You have to be re- re- be somebody who remembers things. Responsive. You can't be a good learner if you are not responsive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Resilient. Very important because to be a lifelong learner, the barriers will come. Yeah. So you have to be very re- and then reflection. Reflection is so important. Right. People understand how reflection um, contributes to their learning. You need to know how to reflect so that you can then um, learn from that reflection and move on to the next level. And then the last, the last R is resource, resourcefulness. R is resourcefulness. You need the resources. You have to have those resources. So these are examples of the tools that we use, the five R's. Um, the, um, the being a very good listener and then also using things like skillful questioning, the type of questioning is very different from um, me as a doctor where when I'm questioning a patient, I'm using more diagnostic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It, it's amazing. When I'm mentoring, my questioning and the way I use questioning is very different from when I'm actually using questioning with my patient. With my patient, I'm basically asking them questions to help me arrive at the diagnosis, right? So I know, okay, for example, I know appendix. I know how appendix makes somebody feel. Mm-hmm. So I'll be asking, well, is this here? Is it there? Is it there? You see, I'm not going to be asking them. Sometimes I ask them open-ended questions, but most of the time the questions, questioning could be quite close. Whereas when I'm mentoring, I want to explore this, the person. I want to explore my mentee. You know, I want to get them to think, to, to even sometimes even think outside the box. And so I'll be using another type of questioning, which is a question that is supposed to rather facilitate so they can provide the answers after thinking around the answers instead of me providing the answers for them or um, providing very close questioning. So they ask to explore how you can uh, arrive at that conclusion where you, you first asked me discovering your gift. So many things can go in there hmm. to get you there. That's right. Beautiful. You seem to know your way around things, right? Uh, I wanted to let you go, but um, uh, my producer wouldn't allow me uh, to let you go right away. So just one question or two from him and then... Um, we, 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 we can allow you um, to go. And the Bobo? Hey, Mr. Smiley. Good, 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 good. Madam <laughs> Susan is on the line. Uh, I have a question for our wonderful, respectable lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, thank please. you. This is my question. Mm-hmm. Um, I know your program is more targeted towards the minority, if I'm right. Yes. yes. Good. And presumably, if I had to say a Ghanaian, Ghanaian community, then you're looking at people from Ghana to this place. And then you're looking for is it age criteria or anybody from Ghana to this place who want to who want a startup. They all fall within your bracket, is that not it? Well, um I, I think it's it's a it's a, it's a network that any anybody I it is targeted, obviously, because these are inequalities. We have to look at communities communities with protected characteristics. And obviously, our community is part of it. But 
obviously when you're in Ghana, you're not going to be a minority and you're not going to be a protected characteristic. You are going okay. to be the majority, right? So you don't, you wouldn't be uh, called somebody with a protected characteristic or somebody who is an ethnic minority. However, okay. it doesn't mean that Ghanaians cannot, you know, Ghanaians living in Ghana versus Ghanaians in the diaspora, Ghanaians living in, in Ghana can support us by either replicating what we are doing there so they can start mentoring each other because you have people who are up-and-coming professionals who also, they, they don't have to travel abroad, you see, to for okay. our Ghanaian ladies to help so, them, Ghanaian men to help I them, but mainly right. targeted at people who, who want to travel and come here. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I think uh, I'm in Rome, so I'll talk about Rome now. Before I'll talk about when I oh. go to the... <laughs> okay. Are you in Rome? Are you in Rome? You said you were in Rome. <laughs> right. Really? This question. What are the institutional barriers to the minority here that have an embedded challenge on your mentorship? Yes, so communication. Communication is a big thing. And when I say communication, it isn't necessarily how you speak or your accent, but it's about how you actually want to communicate something because communication is made up of verbal and nonverbal communication, isn't it? So I remember certainly that when I came here, and I, I had an, an English consultant who used to tutor myself and um, another Nigerian colleague. And we were preparing to do our clinical examinations. And you need to see patients. You, you, you have to see patients as part of the examination. And I remember you used to say, look at me when you are talking to me. Look, look, look in my eye. Look at my face. Because, you see, growing up in Ghana, if you actually looked at somebody who was older than you, it was a sign of respect. So I, I was thrown at first. I was really thrown at first. And I realized that in this culture, in the Western culture, particularly here, if you looked away, you came across 50. And um, you came across this, 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 this. And also one of the things also we used to do when we were growing up, you touch people a lot. When you are talking to somebody, hey, hey, then you tap, you tap them, right? Yes, and this is something that is, is not part of the culture. It's just not part of the culture, and people didn't like that. So th- there are some subtle things. So it's, it's about expression. Sometimes it's about expression. And then another thing is that you should realize that, yes, we speak like um, English-speaking um, African countries, like Nigeria, like Ghana, like Sierra Leone. We, we do study the English. We come here. But sometimes expressing yourself, you know, if you are, for example, going to an interview and you've been told to prepare for the interview and you are given 10 minutes to make your point and you find it very difficult to come to the point. And that was some, that is something that, again, I, I personally, because I'm going to have to use myself as an example, I had to learn how to communicate in this um, climate especially as you're going up in the career ladder, whether you're finding yourself in the boardroom or anywhere, even going to um, negotiate some business deal or going to the bank manager for a loan, you need to say how, you need to 
communicate what you need to communicate very clearly, very succinctly, you know, in, in a few words, it's all understood. And, you know, that looks very easy, but it isn't. So it's just an example of some of those, if you're talking about barriers. That, oh. that is a typical so example. Communication is a you, big... If you have to rank it, you would suggest that communication is the number one barrier. Communication, yeah. Complaints, 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 especially in the medical field. And, and again, even some of the literature out there and the research out there by the General Medical Council, why ethnic minority doctors are referred to the GMC. Do you have a, a data? Of, do you have a data back in this? There is, there is some data. There will be some DGMC. Yeah, General Medical Council data will have some very good data about doctors and referral to the GMC. Yes, there, there should be. It's, it's there. It's there in the public. It's, it's a high because, um, proportion. Uh, let us put this doctors. way. Put it in practice. Um, I think you you go uh, you are you doctor by medical or by research worker. No, I'm a doctor. I'm a medical doctor. I'm a medical doctor. So, um, diagnosis is part of um, your field of interest or things you do. Exactly. Yeah. And the diagnosis yeah. comes with the uh, steps, uh, rule of procedure to follow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. is there any information? Because you need data based on science to plan. So. Any data on minority challenges at occupational level with strong emphasis on communication as a challenge? There, sh there will be. There should be. Like I said, GNC, the General Medical Council, because obviously I can refer to the organization that um, who regulates me, right? And I know that they, are, they have quite a number of articles on why the, the reasons why doctors are referred and one of it is communication it isn't because okay. the doctor has been dishonest or the doctor has been negligent there are some negligent genuine negligent issues but a lot of it and certainly i have been at, I, also at a director level a clinical director level and i've dealt with complaints and i see the sort of the type of complaints that might come, you know. So just misunderstanding communication and something that really wasn't meant to be, or the way a nonverbal uh, communication was uh, was relayed, it it all comes together, and then unfortunately, um, things escalate. You see, so uh, communication is very very key. It is sometimes when even in a boardroom when things are heated you actually can be able to drive your point without necessarily losing the temper, you see. But depending on where you come from, where maybe losing the temper is, 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 is not something that is frowned upon or might be the norm, when you come to a place, you know, some of these Western countries, people can actually lose their temper, but they don't lose it in a way that, you know, somebody ends up, slamming the door, walking out of the room, shouting, you know. And I've been in many, many, many doctor meetings where people we can see are not happy, and yet they've been able to have a civil discussion. They have been so, able to, and that's one uh, of the things as I was moving up, picked up, that you can actually be angry, 
you can be angry, <laughs> you know, when you are having a discussion. You can actually be angry, you can be upset, but you can actually calm down and provide your, your you know, people will see you unhappy, but you can still talk without necessarily losing your your temper and walking out of the room. All right. Slamming the door. Uh, I, I, I told you, producer w w wanted to bombard you with a lot of questions. I can see he has a lot of questions in his pocket. Yeah, but um, we, we wanted to just talk for about 30 to 40 minutes, but I can see yes, we have yeah. already hit the top of the hour. Yes. Uh, yes. Definitely, this, this, this is just going to be the first, the initial of conversation that we're going to be having uh, with one-to-one -one mentoring. Uh, obviously, there are more more to come. Uh, today, we just wanted to have a brief understanding as to what you guys do, how we'll be able to get in touch with you, yes. Uh, yes. and just 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 a few bits here and there. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for 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 your time spent with us today. Um, a few words um, to the young ones, and then we can let you go. Just a few words, a few words to them. Okay, yes, so to the young ones, always, well, we depend on what we say young, but always think about your goals, realize that it's very important to have a mentor. Mm -hmm. Mentors are very, very important because you don't know it all. And so seek out, seek out, seek out. I'm not saying that come and join our mentoring program, but seek out mentors. It does not matter how young you are, but having somebody who can help you, they, be, they are a sounding board, a long life journey with good so it's not sometimes we think in our communities your mentors are pastors pastors are good they are your spiritual mentors however you can also look out for people who will look out for you professionally and educationally so that's that that's my little piece of advice <laughs> good one good one um someone so, someone someone is making a suggestion here uh and then it is to do with how our young men um, enter into relationships with um, with the opposite sex, right? Um, someone is asking if one day we could get you in so you could just give us some guidance as to what to look out for uh, before you enter into any form of relationship uh, with, with, with the opposite sex. Maybe we will talk behind the scenes and then we can scale. Exactly. That's, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. We, just we, to make sure, yeah. Yes. Just need to say that I know I'm not a relationship expert, but mm. you know, if it's something that you feel that I can give advice um, on, why not? Yes, Beautiful. we can talk behind this. Beautiful, we will we'll <laughs> certainly be doing that. Okay. Thank you very yeah. much, Susan, for, yeah. for, for spending thank time you. with us. Uh, we will certainly be talking behind the scenes, okay? Yes, and thank you, thank you so much for inviting me. Um, lovely, lovely speaking to you all. Beautiful. And All thank right. you to your audience as well. Thank you to your audience for good, listening. Good one. Good one. Enjoy no, your weekend. Okay. okay, then bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Madam Susan um, uh, of One to One Mentoring, Ooh. the founder, as she said. Um, uh, yeah, 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 y